How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes, the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. Before we get into this week's episode, we have a few announcements. We are small content creators with big time dreams. We love doing this podcast, we love sharing our thoughts, and most of all, we love you guys. Right now, we're not making any money off of this podcast, and we're okay with that because this is our passion. This is what we want to do. With your help and support, we can see this dream come to fruition. Leaving written reviews on our page, following our social media accounts, and sharing this podcast with friends and family would really help us continue making content and vibing to the highest quality. What we want, what we truly want, is for all of you guys, our listeners, the community, to enjoy our jumbled thoughts and comfortably vibe with puzzling conversations. One last thing, if you ever want to just talk to us or even be on the podcast, please contact us through our social media accounts. We love connecting with you guys and hearing what you have to say. Now, let's get into the episode. Today, we'll be talking about moral dessert. Or desert, I I don't know. Uh, It's spelled different (laughs) ways, but we'll explain that later. So briefly, moral dessert is the belief that you get what you deserve, whether that's bad or good. Today, we'll talk about where we see this happening around us. We'll talk about dessert from two points of view, namely as a compass or as a rule book. And we'll talk about dessert in its role and its role, sorry, in motivating people. All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. So this episode, like our suffering episode and a couple other uh, like process and passion, we it's kind of like a debate kind of set setting. I'm I guess let's before we get into it, let's go over our stance here. My stance is that moral dessert is not like good or okay. And I guess uh, my stance is that it's it's okay under some conditions. But yeah, that, but in general, yeah moral dessert is an okay thing to believe in the reason why i don't think it's good or okay and this is weird because i'm a catholic and this is what francis and i talked about before like in catholicism it's basically you do good things you get to go to heaven you do bad things you go to hell and you don't get to go to heaven i see a problem with that even though i've grown into that culture um and i think that i just don't think that moral dessert is is good because of that reason i think we should be doing good things for the sake of doing good things and not because you know there's a dessert after the main course which is life and uh what do i see okay so i say that you know moral dessert is okay because it uh, allows you to have like a direction uh especially because in the in the beginning you're a baby right and you don't really know what's going on uh it's nice to know or it's i think it's in my mind imperative to know that what you're doing uh, will give you something after you do it, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, just to lead you in the right direction. And then um, what I'm thinking is that eventually, if you do these things enough times, it becomes less about that thing at the end and more about just doing something because you know that it's proven and good and you don't know why it's good, but you, you know you just keep doing it and eventually uh, uh, you do it. But event, but but. To begin with, you needed the moral dessert to push you in the right direction. Um, yeah, I, I want to ask you a question about that, but I think it's important that we figure out why we're 
why there's two words for for this moral dessert and moral desert oh yeah um (laughs) (laughs) so uh basically um what it really is is moral desert which is d-e-s-e-r-t but the way it's pronounced is dessert which is really confusing and the way we're kind of seeing it is that it's dessert like ice cream or cake i guess yeah or or whatever pie or something um (laughs) i like pie yeah i like pie too but anyways so Yes, so we're calling it moral dessert because it's kind of that sweet thing that you get after you do something good, or maybe it'd be a bitter thing after you do something bad. But yeah, what we're saying is uh, it's dessert. In the other direction, it's like desert, um, not like the sand and all that, the dunes and all that stuff. It's like deserted, like we left them deserted on an island or in the restaurant or whatever it is. Meaning that if you do something good, you don't want to feel deserted in the sense that you do something good, you expect something good to happen. And if not, then you're deserted. So that's moral desert. So it's kind of, it's the same idea. There's really no difference. It's just two ways of pronouncing it and looking at it. But the way that we're going to do this episode is moral desert, um, which is really technically how you pronounce it correctly in this, yeah. in philosophy. Okay. I actually yeah, never on thought the same of page it there? like the dessert. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> damn. The like the the definition of the dessert where you're deserted, that's like, that's new to me, because I was like oh, really? thinking yeah I was like looking at the uh, the definition before like during when we were planning this and I was like looking at the Wikipedia page for it and it said dessert not the way that I thought it was spelled, uh but you know with one s and I was like okay okay this is <laughs> and then the definition was what we thought it was like if you do something yeah. good you get something good if you do something yeah. bad you get something bad. But then when you explained it like that, like you're deserted yeah. mm-hmm. uh, without, you know, without this, this, uh, this thought that you're going to get something out of your actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so they both mean the same thing, but it's kind of like a different way to look at it. And I think that with moral desert or desert, um, then it's the idea that if you do something good, you shouldn't really expect something good to happen to you and that's the deserted part of it but the feeling of being deserted is a terrible feeling and that's kind of the feeling that you don't want and that's kind of how um this moral desert and desert play the same role or mean the same thing you want something good to happen to you because you did something good and in that definition that's where i believe that i don't think moral desert is good well, there, there lies the question though, because like I'm thinking that if you're, if you're deserted when you don't have an idea of what kind of consequences your actions will have, isn't doesn't that make the case for having moral deserts? So then you have some sort of direction, and you'll know, like you'll be able to predict what will happen given what actions you choose to partake yeah, in. I guess. Yeah. No. That that that's a good point. But I'd say that. When, when you are taught the consequences, for example, heaven and hell, that's a great example for this. When you're taught that if you do something good, you should expect to go to heaven eventually and you just keep doing those good things. And, but if you're not taught that, if you're not taught that doing something good means you get something good in return, then the idea of moral desert and being deserted is no longer in your mind. And so then you don't, you, when you do something good, 
and nothing good happens to you, then you won't feel deserted. And then you just do good things for the sake of doing good things. And that's kind of, that's where I'm at. I think that we should be doing good things for the sake of doing good things and not because um, we deserve something good in return. I think we should just do good things for the sake of doing good things. What it comes down to with human beings is that we always try and find like, you know, a reason for doing something and we should have a reason for doing something. Like, like I think this goes back to like our spiral dynamics thing where, you know, you have a turquoise person and he goes around doing things for other people to the, uh, to the extent that, you know, he never gets anything in return. Right. And if he never yes. gets anything in return, he ends up like, he ends up in a ditch somewhere. Very sad. I don't know why I came up with that <laughs> example, but, uh, yeah, he, yeah, it's, it's like, that's where, that's where it ends for this guy. And I think this is the, I think epitome of the side that you're arguing for, like somebody who you know, does something just for the good of it and, uh, you know, doesn't expect anything because he's not wired that way. He, he like, doesn't, this person doesn't want to do anything for, uh, like, a well, cake in return. Right, so that's that's the problem is because we live in a society where when you do something good, you should get something good in return. But if we were to live in a turquoise society where everyone's turquoise and you do good things and there's no more ego so people who is listening to this if you haven't listened to our spiral dynamics basically turquoise society is doing good things for the sake of doing good things um, and there's no more ego part of that and you like turquoise i like turquoise and you know jesus we said the is the epitome of turquoise society yeah he just did things for other people and didn't really exactly exactly um so i guess that's kind of where my argument lies is that if we were to live in a turquoise society, there would be moral desert. Moral desert wouldn't exist. Would you agree? Yes, I agree. With okay. That. So then, at that point, I think, man, I, I don't know. Like, if we were to go into this world where moral desert doesn't exist, then I think it just puts us away from our biology almost, because we are wired to want things and to expect things when we do like the right undergo the the right actions and i think yeah in the perfect world i think moral desert would be gone because we'd be thinking so far ahead in the future everything would be so calculated that uh whatever we do if it doesn't make any sense at all we just have faith that like it's uh it's the right thing to do because um because it was it was it, like everything was set out so that whatever we did contributed to some goal that was the highest goal so we wouldn't have to worry about any of our actions but at that point like i don't know if we would have a soul <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like, what do you think um i think okay that's interesting because i think we would have a more pure soul in that in that society than the society that we live in now would you say that we have a pure soul now that we live in a green, it's like a green orange society, I think it is? Yeah. You think uh, we'd have a pure soul now? I think it definitely would, uh, it would make all of your decisions a lot more like valuable, I'd say, because Ooh. Cause you as an individual 
um, working for yourself or like motivated to improve yourself or to improve the lives of other people. Um, you know, if you're if you're succeeding in that goal and you get and you get rewarded, then to you and to all the people who are being rewarded because of your actions, it, it just feels better, I guess. It it like it's a it's a more compelling to everybody involved. But if everything was just laid out um, and nobody knew why things happened, but you did some significant thing under this 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 idea of like everything being laid out. If we were in a society that didn't have everything laid out, uh, then I think the impact of your decisions and your actions to improve yourself or to improve the lives of other people uh, would be more pronounced and you would be able to see them and you know feel them and recognize them easier if you're in a society where cake was allowed and if it was in the other world uh then i think even a huge thing that somebody does would go somewhat like unnoticed then how would that person know to like repeat those actions i agree that if moral desert didn't didn't exist and people's actions um I guess you could say it would be taken for granted for, right? That that would that would be true in a sense. But but then there's that whole argument there is how do you know that someone's someone's action is better than someone else's action? It's the same idea of the trolley problem. If you if would you rather run over one person versus three people, um why why would it be better to run over three people? Or one person rather than three people. Like, what makes that decision better than choosing three people over one person? I think it goes... It just goes back to, like, our previous discussion. I think, like, the death discussion in the last weeks. We were saying, like, you know, we don't really know what way we're swinging. I think, like, that you don't don't know, essentially, but you repeat the actions that give the most benefit to the most people, give the most benefit to you. And without knowing, these actions are going to uh, benefit you by, I guess, the the moral dessert. Then, like I don't know, you wouldn't you wouldn't know if these actions are the correct ones or not. So at least you'd have a starting point. Yeah, I mean that's what you said when we brainstormed this episode. You said the stem the stem and growth action of moral dessert from when you were a child to where you are now. Is really important. So um, before I talk about that, can look, I think you should quickly explain what stem and growth meant? What you meant by that? I don't know. From from our point in humanity, uh, <laughs> our, yeah, from our point in humanity eh, throughout history, where we are right now, we know a sp- certain amount, and that amount I think has been condensed in the writings, uh, what has been documented. And it's uh, allowed us to create a belief system or like a, a hierarchy of, I always forget this word. Fuck. What is this word? It's like, it means something that's more important than other things. It starts with a P. More important than priority? <laughs> yeah, our priorities. Oh, yeah, okay, so we gotcha, have a gotcha, hierarchy gotcha. of priorities, right? And then uh, they got condensed into 
you know, things that will get you to heaven and things that will get you to hell. And so the things that you're not supposed to prioritize because they're unproductive or whatever that p- some people have found out way before, they've kind of grouped that into the things that will get you the opposite of moral dessert. Will not get you dessert, will get you the opposite, whatever that is, punishment. Um, and then the things that are good will get, get you the cake. And uh, as a child, you need to know these things because you start kind of from nothing. And well, that's not necessarily true. Like you have your parents and everything. I think uh, from them growing up and uh, taking in all this knowledge from, you know, their lives prior to giving birth to you. Um, I think they kind of instill that in, in you and then you take all of these priorities and you allow yourself to, I don't know, like make, make the right decisions based on what people have learned before. I think that'd be the only way to go about, uh, doing that. I remember you saying that, um, in our own personal lives, we've stemmed from the idea that doing good actions in consequence will take you to heaven. That's just how we're taught. Um, and from there, we've grown into who we are now with that stem subconsciously planted in our minds. Are you, do you still agree with that? Uh, yeah, but I think it changes. So, so I, this is what like, I, was, I think I was going to get into before, like, um, or that, that I kind of alluded to that under cert- certain circumstances, I think the moral dessert would work because, you know, having it, that way all of the time means that you you wouldn't be able to change the goals that you have in mind uh throughout your life and i don't think that's that's good because you should always be you know changing what this dessert uh is for yourself as as you progress in your life because i think the dessert has a lot to do with your own beliefs your own ideas of what your identity is. And uh, if that's not able to change as you progress throughout your life to support what uh, the new experiences that you have, uh, then I don't think that's, that's right. So I think like you should be able to, you should be able to be motivated for different reasons as you grow. And that's why I think moral dessert as a static, as a static kind of, guidance system isn't isn't the best because it doesn't allow you to uh to grow as long as it's able to change so what you're telling so what you're telling me is that moral dessert at the beginning of your life is good but later on in your life you should try to stay away from that or change that is that kind of what you're saying uh you know be able to take it with a grain of salt as you grow older um hmm. see i I really like that. And I remember um, when we brainstormed this, I couldn't really find of an, think of an argument against that because, you know, if you take the veil of ignorance and take a step back and I look at my own life, it makes sense. That makes perfect sense to me, that stem and growth idea. Because, I mean, with that idea, it base, it's basically telling me that that's how my life is right now is that I've grown, I've stemmed from this idea that, you know, doing good things takes you to heaven. But I came across this thing before we started recording, actually, um, The Good Place. So I got, we got this moral dessert 
idea from The Good Place. It's a TV show. We've talked about it before in this podcast. If It's one of my top three favorite shows. I know it's not the best show out there, but in my opinion, it's my favorite show. Oh, um, wow. Just the concepts that they talk about and all that stuff. Tahani Aljamil, I believe her name is in the show. She She's a perfect example of moral dessert. Would you agree? Uh... Yes, but you'd have to explain okay. where you're going with it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so she she did all these great things, charity, um, helping other people, um, starting a school, I think it was, doing all these things, and it was amazing. Like, what she did was good. And if you just look at what she did, it was really, really good. But her intentions was moral dessert. She did those things because she wanted the, the praise and approval of her parents and she and she um, wanted to she did these things in competition with her sister and because of that spoiler alert if you haven't seen the good place spoiler alert um she went to the bad place so moral dessert in that sense got her to the bad place um with that in mind is her intentions still good is she is she is it wrong that she went to the good place? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I guess this is all under the assumptions of the show, and uh, yeah, yeah, assuming there's like a good, there's like a, there's like actually an afterlife, and there's a place that you go and stuff. That your intentions, yeah. So, so I bring this back to the the uh, the idea that humans are just really complicated computer machines. Yes, I it's love not, that. It's not. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily true. We have a lot more randomness and entropy than uh, I think a computer has. But like, if you if you were to think of it like that, I think when Tahani was on Earth, her program was corrupted. But for some reason, the output of her system was mm. was good. Nice. I think. Ha- that said, if the corruption didn't output anything bad by the time she passed, then I don't see a problem with that, to be honest. Okay. But at the same time, you know, bad things can uh, can accumulate in subtle ways. Like the way somebody holds themselves and uh, the way they act doing the good things, the apparent good things on the surface... Um, could like kind of allude to their intentions underneath and their programming and could kind of teach people maybe that their programming is good even though th- even though it's bad. I don't know if that made any sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. But like, like, yeah, assuming that didn't happen and assuming on its surface and underneath to all the people that she's affected that she output it good into the world i think that the underlying programming doesn't really matter as long as it by the end of her life it didn't come to any bad outputs that's what i believe with that in mind would you say the ends justify the means the ends justify the means because that's like that's what I'm hearing, and that's what it sounds like. If you do good thing, or if you do good outputs in the world, you do all these good things. 
but the means in your head is I'm doing this for selfish reasons. Do the ends justify those selfish intentions? The means, which to me isn't her programming, but instead her actions, which is why, where I differ. Like, that's the means for me. I could try. I'll, I'll I'll try and look at it your way, but that's how I look at it, and I see that if that's the means, then the means justifies the end in, and the end is how you look at and how you kind of judge whether or not this life was, you know, uh, a a good one that provided value or not. Okay. Um, before we go into a break, are, are we still on opposite sides of the table here? I'm still on no moral dessert is bad. Uh, yeah, I think I'm still on moral dessert is a good thing. Okay. Let's yes. take a quick break. Let the sponsors say what they have to say. Nice, nice. All right. We'll be back right after this. And we are back. Wait, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we are back. So, um, Francis, I want to I want to ask you this question and I want to answer it too. Do you want is this a world that you want to live in where everyone is focused on moral desserts? Now, we don't live right now we don't really live in a world full of people with just moral desserts. Other people are doing their own thing, thinking of doing the good thing for other reasons. But if everyone in the world did things for moral desert, is that a world that you want to live in? If it, if it was broken down to that, in my opinion, I think that'd be a world that's easier to understand. Because at that point, moral desert, uh, assuming that everybody lives in a, in a way that you'd expect them to, to maximize their own personal profit, I guess, or I don't know, to maximize the maximize the profit of the group that they're associated with so that they by association are able to profit more like you know if everybody lived like that you'd be able to predict the world pretty easily i think and in that way actually you'd be closer to that world where moral desert wasn't a thing because everything would be able to like Whoa. Yeah, be I think Whoa. I think be be predicted, but at the same time it doesn't work like that. I think everybody has, in essence, a, a, a little bit of both, of, uh, you know, doing things for moral desert and doing things just because, you know, they just do things. And I think what that boils down to actually is like, you know, habits habits that people develop and they don't really know why they do them. They just do them. Stem and growth. Yeah. So, Damn. you know, as you're, as when you're a young person, like you just do, do stuff because you believe that it's good because it'll get you the cake. And then, and then you do that enough times, you just don't remember the cake anymore. You just do it. Hmm. Okay. Um, my answer to this question is, do I want to live in a world where people are focused on moral desert? I say no, because... Um, I like what you said, though, where it's just it, the stem and growth thing is so hard to argue against because, like, I, I mean, I'm probably part of that moral dessert then if that if stem and growth is true. I'm probably part of it. But I'm, I'm just assuming that I'm not. And oh, my God, I just realized something. OK, 
I, I, I'll push that for, aside for later. But for now, my answer is no, I don't want to live in a world where moral dessert, where everyone's focused on moral dessert. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair. I think it can lead to more trouble than good. And I know that you're saying that it's easier to predict and all that stuff. I just, I don't see it that way. I think that with selfish intentions will cause selfish actions. I think that makes sense. Selfish intentions. Yes. That's, that's where I'm at. I think, um, doing things for the selfish act won't better the world. And in fact, I think it causes more trouble than it, than it causes goodness. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I think that's true. Like, I think, I think it's not good to be able to use dessert as a, as a means of motivation all the time. But I still do believe that it's easier to predict. Like, I think, I don't know. It's easy to know the really selfish person's course of action. If you ever, if you're ever around like a really, a person who's really just for themselves, you, you kind of know where they're going. Like you kind of get this feeling that every time they do something, it's not really for the benefit of everybody. It's just, you know, kind of, kind of their but own. Is that, is that the world that you want to live in though? Where everyone's kind of like that. And you just know that everyone, they're not doing this because they're a good person. They're doing this because they want moral dessert. Yeah. That's I think everybody. It, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think at that point it's just, it, it's like a balance. I think I'll just go back to economics. It's like a balance of whether or not what you do something for is for the good of everybody or like 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 there are two things that would benefit humanity being able to do things efficiently or being able to make sure that everybody out there has enough to do whatever they they can do to help out the world so it's like equity versus equity oh, i forgot i forget what it is but like there's it's two words that start with an e but it's like it's like spreading out the wealth over all the people or putting wealth in just a few people and those people are really effective so then they they push the world forward a lot faster i don't know i think you need to have a balance so in that sense i I think i don't know for really evil people take all the resources and don't really contribute anything people can also do that but they're not aware of it too so back to habits and all of that stuff how that's really important which is why i think we should go back to uh the importance of this cake thing because it builds habits so that people unconsciously give value Mm. because the the i don't know the the alternative would be to not have any kind of structure where you leave somebody to figure out sort of their own their own ways of doing things and their own habits and uh, you know, with their own structures, they may come across a habit that benefits them, but screws over everybody else. And you don't really want that. Right. So that's what I'm afraid of though, is what I'm saying. And right, if everyone's that, actions, if everyone's intentions are selfish, I feel like that's what it's going to cause. So I, I guess it's either what I'm thinking is it's either a, you feel live in a world where everyone is 
um, doing things for themselves, which is, I, I technically, I, I mean, it's kind of like a straw man kind of argument, but it's not really. But if you, if everyone's doing things for the sake of moral dessert, would you rather live in a world for everyone doing things for the sake of moral dessert or for the, for doing good things for the sake of doing good things? With those two in mind, I would rather live in a world full of people doing good things for the sake of doing good things. And although it's, it's less predictable, it's less predictable, but that's the idea of swinging in the direction that you think is good. And it might be totally wrong, but if you're swinging in the direction that everyone thinks is good and they're doing good things for the sake of doing these good things, I'd rather live in that world than one full of people that want to do things for themselves for the sake of moral dessert. I don't know. I think you, uh, in my mind, you'd eventually realize that doing things for just yourself is a, uh is a bad thing and not because you decide that it it, that it's like this because of uh you know pushing aside moral dessert and just going for the good thing i think it actually just comes down to physiology like our brains are wired so that we uh we cooperate and eventually doing things for yourself long enough means that you won't have anybody there to support you and survival instincts will kick in and you'll say to yourself okay i need some people i need some friends uh to help me out right now so so i think in that sense eventually even if moral desert is kind of where you where you find motivation um and moral desert is is bad because you become selfish because of that i think eventually you'd start to swing the other way and find a way to oh. not be selfish. Oh, so you're saying through moral desert, you can you can stray away from that idea of selfishness. Um, from it's kind of like a learning idea. So in this, it'd be like stem stemming. Okay, okay, I like this. So moral desert is the stem. That's the stem. But as you grow from the stem and growth, you start realizing how wrong the selfish side of moral desert is. So you're kind of, now your growth is moving away from moral desert and now you start doing things for the sake of being a good person. For yeah. the sake of doing good things. Yeah. So moral desert is there for the stem of it, but you can grow away from that once you realize how selfish it really is. Mm-hmm. And I think oh. like moral desert doesn't stop there under my like understanding of what it should be is that moral dessert changes like you might have a cake at the beginning of life and then it might be like i don't know something new like a muffin at the <laughs> at the end or some shit like like it changes and it uh becomes a new kind of motivation because as you realize what each moral dessert is composed of and its parts and what that means for you and your identity and what you believe in, then, you know, you can decide whether or not you believe those things and you can change that up as you go. And that's like what you were saying where, you know, if originally that cake was leading you down a selfish kind of pattern and you realize that you don't want to be selfish anymore, I think you can change it up. But then after that, it wouldn't be moral dessert anymore. Because then the whole idea of moral dessert is that it is a selfish it, it is selfish yeah i don't know i don't think after that once you move away from the selfish side of it i don't think it's moral dessert and i think that's kind of 
do you agree with that? That in that sense, the selfish part of it is what makes moral desert bad. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand where this is coming from. So like, so what moral desert comes down to is the fact that if you do something good, you deserve something good. Yes. I don't see the selfishness in that. Oh, you don't. Okay, see, Honestly, I don't. I do see the selfishness in that. It's like it's like if you do something good for um okay how do I how do I do this um, ah okay 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 I okay. think I see it like you okay you yeah so this is Tawny exactly yeah. it's like saying that <laughs> yeah. you know I I do this thing because I want this thing in return yeah ah uh, so no this is I think I think this is interesting because like it goes it it automatically puts into question the validity of this dessert i think if you were to live in a world i think this this would be selfish if this dessert was guaranteed every time right yes i agree with that i agree i agree because like doing something and getting the dessert and it popping up in front of you like tahani like doing all this charity work and whatever and then her her parents automatically saying we okay we love you like your sister can go yes go off and like all of that stuff i think that is where moral dessert um can be seen as selfish because it's a for sure thing that you get what you were expecting but since in real life you don't get what you're expecting then moral dessert is more of a system rather than uh Mm, see i i want i i want to agree with you for the sake of the podcast but I really can't agree with that. I really can't. It's like, say it's why? Like, because okay, if you take a big step back and look at all of it, it's like saying um, heaven isn't guaranteed. Correct? We're not guaranteed to go to heaven because we do good things. But the expectation of doing good things, we should expect to go to heaven. So therefore, I should keep doing good things as much as possible. Because that's just going to give me a greater chance of going to heaven. Tawny's the same way. Uh, the bigger and the bigger I do with the, all these good things, um, the more likely my parents are going to be happy with me and accept me and approve that. Mm-hmm. There's, so there's no guarantee. But I think it's worse that there's no guarantee. Because then you keep doing these things because you want this approval. You want to go to heaven. And all these things you keep on, keep on doing is for that it's for that end solution. And I think all of that, even though it's not guaranteed, still makes it selfish. See, that's, mm. that's why I can't, I want to agree with you because of the podcast and how like every time we came up with a debate <laughs> episode, we you always somehow to. agreed. No, no. no, I know that, no, but it's just, it's such a nice feeling at the end of the episode. Where it's just <laughs> like, yeah, I got <laughs> you, man. But it's like, okay, I no, can't, this is I, a, I can't, ag- I don't think I can agree with, we have to come up with something. This but, is a medium. I think this podcast is a medium for discourse, which is what I like. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I think, okay. So, so what I'm saying though is that if you if you don't have a guarantee at the end of it, oh shit. But that's what be, we believe though. That's, yes. That's a problem. Ah. Uh, Cuz I was going to say that if it, if it changes and if you don't get that thing, then you can change it up, right? You can do what I was like saying before where you can uh I guess examine this cupcake and like figure out if the cupcake isn't doing it for you mm-hmm. then yeah you switch up what that cupcake is but no this is what we believe 
See, that's my that's my whole problem with moral dessert is the whole idea of it itself is just it's about you and i don't think that's what being a good person is so this whole moral dessert thing is all about being a good person and i don't think being a good person means do good things i think it's all i think we're all um we can all be good people. It's within all of us. You know, I mean, it's a very Christian thing to say, but God created us in his own image and God is good. God is love. He doesn't love us. He is love. He himself is love. And we are created in his image. Therefore, we can be the same. Um, and I don't think we need, the, I don't think good actions mean we're good people. I think that we can do that. We can be good people without showing examples of it uh, all the time i feel like that i feel like that doesn't really make sense because we do need to do good actions because actions speak louder than words but still oh yeah i see so i see what you mean yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah I, I believe that too um but i believe that in the sense that we are always screwing up when it comes to trying to do good but we're always getting there by figuring out what happened from it like we always learn and uh yeah i think so in my in my in my sense of what cake is i think it's just that small you know the the small motivations based on all of the things that happened already heaven is there to tell you that going along with this idea that you're going to keep improving yourself based on what you've already gone through is the dessert that you're after yeah but whether or not that's like yeah what do you think i think that's good like i think uh that's not selfish because you don't necessarily know what you're doing exactly therefore you can't really say that what you're doing is going to benefit you at all you're just trying it out and so would that be selfish taking a chance I wouldn't say that that part of it, I wouldn't say that's selfish, but it's the intention of it. Like, what's the intention there? Mm. The intention would be to, uh, you know, for the betterment of everybody else, because what it is, is you like um, pursuing actions that you believe are good, even though you mm -hmm. don't know they're good. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, as you take these actions, trying to reach the best possible goodness, then that is the action in itself. And you leave that for other humans to follow, which is trying your best to reach the best good that you can be. And I think that doesn't sound like moral dessert to me, though. That just sounds like like doing good things for the sake of doing good mm. things. And like what you said is um you're doing good you're doing this good thing because you believe that is the good thing. And uh, it's so not the intention. Like what what are yeah. you doing it for? Yes. And so you're doing this good thing because that's what you believe in and it's not because I'm doing this good thing because that's what's going to get me to heaven or that's going to get me closer to heaven. Oh, okay. Okay. So then I guess the good the the intention would be to just be the best. Be the best you or be the best? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, <laughs> but is but that bad though? Doing good things just so that you can be the best. So the, so the, 
the dessert think, there is to be the best. Uh, right. Yeah. That, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, that, that makes sense. Right. To be the best is, is a good thing because you know, it's the best and, and okay. So do you believe that that's like, that's a valid dessert to be the best? Cause I think heaven is the best. You can go there and you're just, you're set, you're fine. And that's the best, right? And if that's what you're trying to reach, then that's the best. So what I'm saying is that that is a valid story of beauty. So what we said before, like, I don't know if beauty can enter the picture. Because what I think, I think beauty is good because it gives people spirit to do shit. I don't know. But uh, that's that in itself gives a story of humans aspiring to be better than they were. And so that's good that's not selfish because that gives people like, you know, a spirit and, and, uh, put, uh, a direction to go pursue something better than they already have. That comes from the cake, which is the best to be the best to go to heaven. Cause that's the best. Right. Um, okay. I, I want to, continue this train of thought but i think we need to take a break let the sponsor say what they have to say right. what do you think yeah good idea. okay we'll be back right after this all right so that was our break and so yeah so let's recap i think this is my idea of what uh of what this dessert means for me so the dessert is that we want to be the best as people and like let's take heaven i want to go to heaven me so i can see how that can be construed as being selfish and that makes sense like you yourself want to go to heaven and this is what you want so you're going to try and get it me i um but by doing that by trying to be the best uh i think you (laughs) you do humanity like a favor by giving them the story that this is what they can achieve and because you do that because you allow spirit to be instilled in humanity by the actions that you've done to try and reach the best quote unquote to get to heaven then you do humanity a favor because you show them what can be done and i don't think that's selfish in the end so your intention was to go to heaven but the consequence of you trying to be the best is everyone else has this spirit of like oh this guy did this, therefore, this could also get me to heaven. Moral dessert, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's still, I think, is still my the selfish part of it is, look what Francis did. Look at the life he accomplished. Look at, so now he's going to go to heaven. I'm going to do what he did. I'm going to be as good as he was so that I can go to heaven too. That's still. Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's, that's, really, that's, that's still moral dessert because there's no but what I'm saying is moral dessert is not a it's not a bad thing but it, okay. and I, yeah I know I know because like I think it is the reason why I think it's a bad thing is because it's a, it's a selfish look on things I, I, I don't think that we as humans need these rules in order to do good things and that's what moral dessert is is that if you do this thing if you follow these rules of like, this is how you're going to be a good person. This is how you're going to get to heaven is if you do these 
follow these rules that Francis basically followed. Therefore, mm-hmm. he became a good person to go to heaven. I yeah. don't think we des- I don't think we need these rules in order to be good people. And that's like where my problem is with moral dessert is these rules uh, of of like how to be a good person. I think we're all part of it. I think we can all do that without these rules. And moral dessert implies that rules are needed in order to become a good person. And with those rules in in place, we become selfish people because then yeah. we're only following these rules for the sake of following these rules so that we can go to heaven. Uh, okay, I see what and you mean. And that's where my problem is. Yeah. So, so throughout somebody's life, they follow a set of rules that gets them to this position of the best, which allows them to, you know, beliefs widely spread to get to heaven, allows them to get to heaven. Um, but I think that above the rules that it took these people to get to where they were, I think it goes down to the deeper essence of a spirit and the idea that people have that. And that to me is not a rule. It's just what we are. If, if that's not, if that's not a rule, then, then what is the point of moral desert altogether? Then why do good things for the sake of, why do good things for being selfish? It's that's, that's kind of like where the rules come in place is that don't run in the halls because you don't want to, you know, go to the principal's office, walk in the halls, get to class and you can mm-hmm. pass your class. That's kind yeah. of like, it's kind of like the same idea. If you follow these rules, if you do these good things, then you should expect a good result. That's what moral dessert is to me. Yeah. And the spirit part of it, if if we have our own spirit to do good things, um, then I don't think moral desert is part of it then. I think if we have the spirit to do good things, then we should just do these good things. Not because it's going to take us to heaven, but because it's the good thing to do. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. It's like, okay, think of it like this. Are you, if you, um, do all these good things in your life, or let's say, um, yeah, let's let's start with that. Let's start with that. If you do all these good things in your life, and at the end of it, you still don't go to heaven, and you did all these great, fantastic things, like what Tahani did, all these great things, but there's still that selfish mind of it that mm-hmm. I'm doing this because I want to go to heaven. Yeah. Um, you do all these good things, and there's a reset button. You can restart your life. Are you going to do these good things again? And now, because you know that if you do these same good things with the same intention that you want to go to heaven, then you're still not going to get to heaven, no matter how how many times you do it. That's just going to drive insanity. So if you do these good things and there's still no good outcome, no good consequence, are you still going to do these good things? Hmm. Probably. I mean, you still go to those good good things. Yeah, or else what else are you going to do? But if you're still going to do those good things, even though you're not going to go to heaven, then that's not moral desert. You're doing good things for the sake of doing good things then. Yeah, but for me, it'd just be out of boredom, really. Or I'd just be (laughs) doing... Like, yeah, because... 
I don't know. Just put it in your situation. I just imagine myself sitting on a chair and not really doing anything. Because anything you do in its essence is a good thing because that's what you believe is going to be good at the time. Because mm-hmm. why else would you do something, right? So Exactly. But that's, then, that's what I'm saying. Those things that you do that are good, are they at the moment always because you want this moral dessert? Well, I don't if, think so. If not, then why why do good things then? If out of habit. <laughs> it's like that's what I'm saying. Like you need it at the beginning to just start you off, probably. Right. Right. Is that wrong? I don't know. You could construe that as being wrong because it is a selfish act knowing that that's what you're doing it for rather than just doing it for being good. But then you you don't know at the beginning what that idea of good even is without something guiding you. So, you know, you, ha- you have this thing that's good that's guiding you. And this is assuming that the moral dessert is leading you in the right direction, which is a good direction to begin with. Okay. We can assume that even though... Maybe the idea of moral dessert isn't the right one. Okay, so then you start doing the good things out of the motivation of getting moral dessert by the end of it. But then what I think happens, which is what you're saying is the right way to do things, is do things just for the sake of doing things. And I think you do things for the sake of doing things without the thought of moral dessert because you've practiced and... uh, the actions that you do that are good become a habit and you just forget about moral dessert. Now, I don't like using a TV show as an example or an argument, but I'm going <laughs> to have to use it because it's this fine. is where the whole idea of moral dessert comes from. In The the Good Place, remember how like when they find out, when a human finds out that Good Place exists, then they're all automatically never going to go to The Good Place because they're corrupted, right? Mm, okay. So, and yet they still did good things. And they knew they weren't going to the good place, but they still did good things. And so moral dessert was thrown out the window. They just did good things for the sake of doing good things for other people. They didn't do good things because they're going to go to heaven. It's now just they're doing it for doing good things. Is I don't know what point I was making here, but um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay yeah they did they did those things uh without moral dessert but it begs the question where does the idea or where how do you judge what a good thing or a good action is to begin with ah okay like, without without the moral dessert uh you know they were just doing stuff that they thought were okay okay that they thought were good but where did they come up with this idea of what was good and what was bad it was from having the moral dessert all the way in the beginning to lead them so that they kind of had an idea of what was good and what was bad so that they could continue doing these things without moral dessert as a motivator so tahani understood before that doing these charities and shit was good under the dis under the motivation that it would bring her you know her the love of her parents or whatever and then i guess at the end of it i don't think this is how it goes but like you know let's just take this as an example though like 
Tahani's parents' love would never, ever come to her. Now she had to decide what to do, and she didn't know what to do. But, oh, she remembered that, you know, doing this donation stuff was good. So she just did that out of habit because she had nothing else to do. She's bored or something. Like I would have been. <laughs> right. Okay. So what I'm saying is that you need that to begin with to know what is good so that given the chance to divert from world dessert, which is the right thing, probably. Okay. You do the right thing. And that way moral dessert is out of the equation and you're still doing the right thing. So so you're saying you you have to consciously not partake in moral dessert in order for it to be good yes you can, it can't be like a subcon you can't like subconsciously be like or you just can't subconsciously brush it aside you have to consciously be like i'm doing all this selfishly i need to stop doing this i need to start doing good things for the sake of doing good things yeah but there's that there's that baseline of what he's knowing that is good yeah and in order for you to know more good things, I think you'd have to re-enter that state of have finding moral dessert. Ah, in order for okay. You to be. So, I I was about to agree with you. I don't agree with that part, but I agree with the beginning part. I don't think you have to re-enter moral dessert in order. I think you can. I but think ha- that, then, how do you know? Like, how do you get motivated in order to do anything? Well, it's like, it's like if you never killed someone when you still believed in moral dessert. Should you re-enter moral desert if you're th- if you want to kill someone? But you should you you never killed somebody before, uh, before you know shunning moral desert for a reason because you knew that if you killed somebody there would be repercussions, which is moral desert, right? Okay, okay. So so you need moral desert to begin with in order for you to start putting moral desert aside and just doing things for doing things for good. Ah, yeah. See, I don't think, okay. So up until this point, I agree with the moral desert, uh, to find out, um, what is good and what is bad. Moral desert is pretty good for that, for an empty slated mind. Yes. They have nothing to know. Moral dessert is pretty good for that, but when it when you can consciously realize that it's I'm doing things selfishly, then you're moving to the side of what I'm doing is actually good, and I'm not doing this for selfish acts. But until that point, you're still doing things pretty selfishly, and therefore you're not in the good. Correct. Hmm. Okay. And if you if you consciously step out of moral desert and you go through your life and then you're like i don't know if this is good or bad though i so i have to re-enter and start believing in moral desert again that is how you can and you're saying that's how you can figure out if something's good or bad yes i disagree with that you have to step no but i'm saying that how how exactly would you know if it's good or bad without having moral desert guide you so if you were to kill somebody again and again, thinking <laughs> that, you know, you stepped out of moral desert at this point, because for some reason, all the way back, like back, back in your past, uh, moral desert has taught you that 
killing people was a good thing for some reason. I don't know, maybe you, you were a warrior and you were in war or something. And then, you know, killing was all you knew. Yeah, and then yeah. you stepped out of moral desert and you're just killing people because you think it's a good thing. Then how would you step out of killing somebody because that's obviously a bad thing other than by stepping back into moral desert and having, you know, moral shit thrown at you for killing people because it's a bad thing. See, that is where my idea of the goodness is within all of us comes into play. See, I don't think that we need rules in order to understand what is good and bad. So in that sense, I should be disagreeing with moral desert. But because we live in a flawed world with full of sinners, full of flawed people, even flawed leaders, moral desert for an empty mind is pretty good. But beyond that, I don't think going back into moral desert is good. And living your whole life in moral desert is, isn't good either. But stepping back into moral desert is just a testament that you shouldn't have left moral desert at all. And maybe that's not, maybe that's, um, oh, how do I say this? From the time that you weren't in to where you came back in, then maybe that whole time right there, you weren't doing things for the sake of doing good things. You were just doing, it wasn't even a habit. Because if mm. it becomes a habit, you can better understand what is good and bad. Right. And that's, you can, you can grow your habits. But if you're just doing things because, you know, that's how you've been taught, those are the rules, and then you're in uncharted territory, that is when you're really tested. And then I think that part is when you're really tested whether you're a good person or a bad person. Where does that exist, though? Does that exist? Uh, does that uncharted territory exist when you're within moral desert or out of it? Because when you're out of it, then it's like testing your metal and seeing if the program that you were running with based on your programming with moral desert, which you assume to be good for all people, uh, is, te is tested and w by the end of it, you figure out where you come out on top, right? And I think just the fact that people crack, yeah. I think, shows that in that circumstance, there are always going to be people that uh, have something wrong with their programming where they need to re-enter moral, moral desert in order to figure out what the proper thing is. And I don't think that's a bad thing because out of that moral desert, people change for the better, which means that they uh, are able to do good. And the fact that they enter moral desert and change to the good side because they enter moral desert, I think means that it is not a selfish thing and it is a good thing because it takes people out of bad and puts them into good. And I don't think that's selfish. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think, I don't think that's moral desert at all. I, I agree that you should be, you know, reinvent, not reinventing, but, you know, rethinking when you're in uncharted territories, you should be looking at, you know, um, these things that you don't know about but i don't think going i don't think you can go back into moral desert i don't think you can go from selfish to what's the other word? selfless selfish to un, to jesus christ i don't think you can go from selfish to selfless to selfish to selfless because throughout that whole thing i think the more powerful word there is selfish 
Um, I think you can go from selfish to selfless and then leave it there. Um, but I don't think what I don't think what you're saying is moral dessert. That going back into moral dessert, I don't think that's just moral dessert. I think that's when you're being tested, when you're in uncharted territories where you don't know what is good and bad, and that is when you're getting tested. If you when you're in uncharted territories, though, it's like, ooh, I see. Th- I, I think like you're that's off- when you're getting tested. Mm, it's but oh, right, that's interesting. Because think of the trolley, the trolley problem. Would you rather yeah. kill one person or three people? It's just a thought experiment. But what if you're actually in that situation? You're being tested right there. In Moral Desert, it tells you don't kill anyone, but you don't have a choice. So what do you do? You can't re-enter Moral Desert and think about this whole thing. That moment right there, you are being tested. What do you do? Do you kill, If even let's say, let's make it harder. You know that one person the one versus three, you know that one person right there. Let's say that's your, like, I don't know, your, your friend from preschool that you haven't seen in years, but you know that person. You know that person's mom, that her, her, that her parents, her, her brother, and all that stuff. Yeah. That's, you're being tested right there. You can't go back into moral desert. That's uncharted territory. What do you do? I mean, moral desert does help with that, though, because it's saying that, like... You know, it's like if you do good, good things come on to you. If you do bad, it's all about, you know, comparing uh, the outcomes. And obviously in one scenario, you'd say that you get more. Or yeah, comparatively, you'd get moral dessert in a higher degree if you if you don't kill three people. But I think what, it's part of that is, what part of that is a selfish act then? See, that's where I think that's why moral desert isn't part of it. There's not a, there's nothing part of that as a selfish act. What, I think, what part I of think that is a selfish the problem act? is that you're associating moral desert with selfishness, but I, I still don't see how it is selfish, though. The whole idea of sel- moral desert is selfish. The whole idea of it. It's not a weighing of what's good and bad. There's no... That's not what moral desert is. The weighing of good and bad, pleasure and suffering is a totally different idea. That's not that's not what moral desert is. Moral desert is do good things, therefore good things should happen to me. That's what moral desert is. There's no weighing of good and bads. Um, so if in the beginning of your life you do these good things and you realize, okay, then these good things are going to... Damn, okay, so now I don't agree with what I said earlier. I don't agree that we need moral desert at the beginning of our life. I don't agree with that anymore. I'm just realizing this now. We're back to square one. We're on opposite sides of the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I mean... Okay, 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 okay. It's it's how you define this, though. Like, uh, if, if you do good things, good things happen to you. That's the definition of moral... Like, that's the philosophical definition of moral desert. So where is, is the selfishness in that? Because if you do good things um and good things you expect good things to happen to you Mm -hmm. then if that same identical exact situation happens again and in the previous situation no good things happen to you are you going to do that good thing again if your answer is no then you partake in moral desert if your answer is yes then you partake in and doing good things for the sake of doing good things. Okay, this is so very what's, interesting. what's your answer here? Are you, if in, if two years okay. ago, if you do 
a good thing and a good thing didn't happen back to you right after that. Maybe it's even a thank you or even here, I'll give you a box of my chicken nuggets just because you did that. If that didn't happen to you, if two years later, identical situation, everything about it is, is identical. Are you going to do that same thing? Are you going to be a good person? You're going to give your chicken nuggets. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what moral dessert is. It's not the weighing of good and bad. It's the, it's, are you, are you going to do good things for the sake of doing good things? Or are you going to do good things because the outcome is good? Yeah, dude, I think, yeah, that's the thing with it though. You're just going to get railroaded in life. <laughs> in life, so, you're going to get railroaded. Yeah. So, ah, shit. Yeah. Where, where would you, uh, cause moral that's dessert what, that's what preserves moral yourself. Suggests. Preserves yes, yourself. Exactly. And is there so, a problem with that? That is selfish, I guess. Exactly. Okay, That's what okay, moral okay. dessert is. There's no weighing of good and bad. The only way there is, if I do this good thing, is this good thing going to happen to me? Yeah. There's no... To, yeah. yeah, I'll try to find a way to justify it then. Because I think it should be justified. I can just immediately think of the... Uh, what's it called? The... Um, the prisoner's dilemma and programming computers to try and win the prisoner's dilemma. Okay. Yeah. 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 Every single time the other entity screwed the, screwed the uh, computer over and the computer responded with the same thing that the other person did. Then that program was able to get the most value. Therefore, I think it does show that this is kind of like a selfish program. So where would this work out? That I is, I know, yeah. I I agree yeah. with you that that that's a selfish program. Like yeah, obviously okay, yeah. like the person, you know, gets the most value, but that doesn't mean that all of, you know, humanity gets the most value. Yeah. That that's my problem with moral dessert because the whole idea is if if good things didn't happen to you because of that situation, Moral desserts suggest that you should not do that good thing again. And yeah. I disagree with that very heavily. I think you should just do good things for the sake of doing good things. Yeah. No part of selfishness is in doing good things. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I guess it just comes down to like the interest of the game then at that point. Like you got to stir up the stir up the pot in order for interesting shit to happen. <laughs> Like that's, I, I guess that's all it comes down to in my mind, bro. Like, yeah, if everybody did like the correct thing, everybody would have all of the wealth that they could possibly have because nobody screwed anybody over. Everything is just distri distributed equally, all of that stuff. And, you know, it starts out that way. So you wouldn't have to partake in moral dessert in order to know what the good thing is in order to build habits or whatever. Just assuming that at the very beginning, like that planet of people who just we're vibing with each other you know if that was the case then yeah everything would be chill but then where would the spirit be where would the where would the interesting interesting uh fluctuations in wealth so that uh people mm. would have enough in order to try new shit and push the limits and all of that stuff be and i think that would be an argument for having something that can kind of 
where you can envision something better happening for yourself. Mm-hmm. Which is what moral desert is. I think the fluctuation would be an internal thing. There would be no external. And it's the idea of being tested. Like, like the idea that I brought up earlier is being a good person. It's not easy. No part of it is being easy. Uh, you, you might do things and no one will recognize it. You might do things and you might end up hurting yourself or, or maybe, um, you know, hurting someone that you love, but for the sake of doing good things, for doing good things for the sake of doing good things is the belief that you're doing the good thing. And I think that's, that's the important part. And I don't think, I don't think moral dessert needs to be part of that. Um, you know, like you said, the spirit part, I think that spirit part is within the conversation of doing a good thing, basically. Like how hard is this good thing going to be? And should I do it anyways? And it's not because I'm going to do this good thing because I'm a selfish person or this is the outcome I want. And it's, it's more the internal spirit is I want to do this good thing, but it's going to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. Being tested, yeah. eh? I think we should that, go into this conversation again at some point. Yes. There's still a lot to learn. Like this is some oh, interesting yeah. ass shit here. Moral I was, I was looking into it. Um moral dessert has been con- conversed between many, many philosophers and there's still no solid answer. And being a good person, because this is all being this is all part of moral morality and what is good and how to be good. And that conversation alone, or I mean, this is part of the conversation, this conversation alone is only part of that conversation, which is like such a small part of it, by the way. Like if we really want to get into what is what does it mean to be good or how to be good, we'd be sitting here for at least 12 hours a day. Mm. So yeah. moral dessert, it's only a subgenre of what is good. Yes. Damn. I mean, we're taking it in chunks, which is uh, all I could yes. really ask for, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, what? Where are we <laughs> on this on this debate? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was just about to say, man. I don't know. Like, hmm. Where are you sitting? Okay. Uh, from the beginning of this episode to the end, on a scale of one to ten, ten being you still fully agree with what you said in the beginning, zero being I totally switched other sides. Where are you on a scale of one to ten? For me, uh, I I don't know honestly. I couldn't put my I couldn't put my my uh, place on a scale. What I can say is what I understand now versus what I understood at the beginning, which is yes that I thought that living without moral desert meant oh shit. What did I believe? I was I had it on the tip of my tongue. Okay, what else? What what I believe now about not living by moral desert is that. It means that you don't, um, okay, okay. How about you answer the question and I got to think about it for just like a second. Um, 10 being, I still fully agree with what I said. Zero being, I totally switched other sides. I am on, I'd say I'm on, on an eight. I don't think I swayed a lot. I do... I would say eight because that stem and growth idea is so hard to counter, counter argue. I don't know if that's the right word, but there's something about the stem and growth idea is really, really good. Um, but 
it just the whole idea of of what is good um, and moral dessert being part of that conversation. I don't think moral dessert should really be part of what is good because I fully believe that what is good is something within us. It's virtue. We can outweigh virtue and vices within our own goodness. And moral dessert kind of throws it out the window and says, do good things because this is the outcome, You because you will get a good outcome. And this is the rules that you have to follow. So on a scale of one to 10, I'm an eight. I still really believe what I said earlier, but I, I still swayed a little bit because of the things that you said. So yes, solid eight. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I'd be around an eight too, just because at the end there you 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 talked about um. I still I still don't remember and forgive me for this, but I have to I have to get you to reiterate what you said at the very end there. I like um, I it, it changed my mind because I I like. I finally understood what it was what you were saying, and I was about to rephrase it, but I wanted to talk, and I kind of like just forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> do, do you want me to podcast. rephrase it right now? uh yeah like it was a question do you remember what you said like it was a question um it was basically if two years ago if you did this good thing and a good outcome did not come back to you would you still do that good thing that's identical situation would you still good do that good thing today yeah because based on moral dessert then you would not exactly ah shit wow and that's why I don't think moral dessert should be part of a conversation of what is like what is good and how to be a good person. Because I don't think I think every person should still do that good thing despite the outcome of the two years ago. You just still do it. I was gonna oh shit I don't know if I should bring this other thing into the conversation now because I I feel like it's it's relevant but we're already at one hour thirty. I'll say that <laughs> fuck. Just, just say it. We'll leave it at where it is, and we'll probably come back to this sometime later this season. Okay, okay. So I think it should be based on physiology. In essence, we're human beings, and we have our limitations. And once we le- reach those limitations, there's nothing we can really do. We have to kind of go along with it. I think, for uh, what's it called, moral dessert has a lot of the functionality, which is in line with our human limitations, which is why that is more in my opinion more realistic of a kind of system for us to motivate ourselves but i do agree that without moral dessert going off of our internal desire to do morally righteous and good things we will become a better society i don't know how we're going to do that though so i think eight eight out of ten for me or, or six out of ten i don't know Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving. A, I'm moving. This is a really good. Ep- this is this is episode two of season. Yeah, two. baby. <laughs> okay. Well, Francis, take us away. All right. We talked about a lot of shit today. <laughs> I mean, things. I don't know. Uh, it just felt. It just felt like. It just felt heavy. So I gotta say. Yeah. It. I gotta say it with a, uh, a yeah. shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so today was moral desert or desert. I don't know. Um, it's the idea that if you do good things, good things should come your way. And it was explained a bunch of ways, uh, in the, in this episode, the takeaways are that we still don't know what's going on. (laughs) Uh, and 
uh, our views are this, that Vincent says that if you have moral desert, it is akin to selfishness. And I, I see where it comes from. It's, it's saying that, you know, you have to retaliate in the event that something bad happens to you, even though that retaliation does not put good into the world. And that's not a good thing because you always want to put good into the world, which I agree with. And my my thing is that, uh, you know, more dessert is a good thing because it uh, directs you in the proper direction for you to do good afterwards without thinking about it. And yeah, we encourage you to develop your own opinions. Yes. Yeah, so like Francis said, we encourage you guys to think with us. Um, our brainstorming session for this episode comes out the day after I upload this episode that you're listening to right now. So I'm assuming it's Friday as long as we're on schedule. So that <laughs> means that our brainstorming session will be uploaded on Saturday, which is tomorrow. So thank you guys so much for listening and vibing with us on Late Night Chill Vibes. I'm your host, Vincent. And I am Francis. And thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys all next week. We love you all. We love you all.